Hello, everyone. Welcome back. This is Davon bringing you episode two of But Why Did It Happen? This week, I have a pretty bizarre, kind of funny story. It's about a 25-year-old guy in Dallas who posed as a 17-year-old senior in high school to continue his basketball career. It's pretty bizarre. There's some weird things that go on with it, some definitely not okay things. There's some pretty funny things, but stay tuned. I think you're going to enjoy it. So to give some background on who this guy was before he decided to take on this whole new identity, his name's Sidney Gilstrap Portley from East Dallas, Texas, always a talented basketball player. So once he's in high school, he's known as the 6'1 point guard who gets more rebounds than assists, who outscores and outfights the older dudes on the court and earns himself some pretty nice nicknames. Some pretty nice nicknames, if you were to ask me, like Baby Baron Davis, Baby Josh Smith and baby Monte Ellis. So we already know that my guy can ball because you don't just go giving out those nicknames to any average Joe in the courts. So we know he's got to be at least slightly the truth. So let's fast forward to a senior year of high school and Sydney is right at the bench. But we know it's not because of a lack of talent because as we just discussed, baby Monte Ellis. But he's not passing the ball to his teammates. So while he's scoring... 23 points here, 5 rebounds in this game, 15 points, 5 rebounds in this game. He's not passing the ball to his teammates, and he's also arguing and fighting with his coaches. So when you mix all that up in a big pot, you're going to get limited minutes at the end of the day. So Sydney's starting to realize that, yo, basketball might not be my way out. Like, I don't have enough film. No film, man. I need some film. Yeah, he, like he doesn't have any film. So he's like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? So he does what any rational person in a similar situation would do. And he begins to sabotage it all. He starts fighting with teammates in the locker room. He leaves one game and just leaves at halftime, takes off his jersey and just books it. He's like, you know what? I'm good. I'm out of here. I am good. I'm going to catch a cab. I'm good. He starts drinking before games, and it's just a whole bunch of unnecessary recklessness for a high school student to be partaking in. So it comes as a surprise to no one except maybe Sidney himself because he didn't seem too bright when he's called into the coach's office and he's kicked off the squad for being toxic. Like, you're toxic, man. You're slightly okay at basketball, but come on, man, you're too toxic. Get out of here. After Sydney's kicked off the basketball team, he finishes up the rest of the school year as a regular student and graduates high school in 2011. After he graduates, not much happens for him. He tries out for a few D2 schools, community colleges, but because of his rap being, you know, an extremely talented rec basketball player, strong to the basket, hard to stop, strong finisher, but way too difficult to coach, lots of schools just chose to pass on him. You know, I can find... A guy with your talent that's also pretty easy to coach. And, you know, I'm thinking I'm going to go that way. Like, thank you for the time, but no thank you as well. He eventually does land at a Division II Bible college. But even there, he's up to the same old shenanigans. Not passing the ball. He's not showing any interest in hanging out with his new teammates. And he's causing unnecessary problems for the coaching staff 
and the tuition's also pretty high, which he cannot afford, so he only lasted a year at this school. Fast forward a few years, and now Sydney's 25 years old. He's not making much money with his job at Walmart. He experiments with being a rapper, because, you know, why not? And he also starts selling a little weed on the side. So, one day, while he's playing 2K, he's sitting there like a little depressed, and he's, you know, thinking about some of the good times. And he remembers back to just a few short months ago over summer, and he's playing basketball with one of his younger friends. And he joined his friend's AAU team, and he pretends to be a 17-year-old basketball player. And as he's thinking about this, he's like, wow, like I straight up dominated. They can stop me. And they tried. They couldn't stop me at all. And the coach of the team told him, you know, man, you'd for sure be a Division One prospect if you were more team-minded. And in that moment, sitting on his bed, playing 2K at 25 years old, Sydney realized that if he wanted to change and be somebody in life, he had to change and be somebody else in life. Around the same time Sydney comes to this magnificent epiphany, you have Hurricane Harvey destroying Houston just a few hours away, which Sydney decides to use to his advantage. So he shows up to a local high school, Skyline High School, the next morning and goes to the front office and explains that he's a Hurricane Harvey refugee from South Houston High School. He gives a phony name and boom, everything's all good. So now at this point, 25-year-old Sidney Gilstrap Portley is now 17-year-old Rashawn Richards from Houston, Texas. Buddy ends up leaving that initial school for a better basketball opportunity. Like, he's already 25 years old, about to be playing with some high school students, but he wants a better opportunity. He's looking for a better coach, and he does not want to compete for minutes. Soon after his quest for a better basketball opportunity, Rashawn Richards, a.k.a. Sidney Gilstrap Portley, ends up at a new high school, this time Hillcrest High. Again, he registers as a 17-year-old and says he's homeless. And for whatever reason, they classify him as a freshman. Yes, a damn freshman in high school. I'd just like to mention that this guy has a whole girlfriend and three-year-old kid at home. But yeah, this guy passes as a freshman. Like, my dude even leaves school some days early to go home and take care of his kid. But sure, yeah, this guy's going to pass as a freshman in high school. Okay, so he's enrolled at this new school, Hillcrest High School now, and he decides to go and scope out the basketball situation. He heads to the gym, introduces himself to the head coach, um, sits down, watches practice. He's just sitting there in his jeans and his slides, you know, just, just hanging out. Coach looks at him and says, show us your shot. So he gets up, grabs the ball, drains a corner three, nothing but net. Second one, nothing but net. Third one. Nothing but net. At this point, teams gather around like, whoa, who is this guy? He's wearing jeans. He's like, it's, it's like, dude is clearly cold. Like, pass me the rock. I'm going to drain it real quick. That type of cold. After all that, Rashawn ends up joining the team, and he's truly living the dream. This is the exact basketball situation he was looking for when he left the last high school. He's got a team full of underclassmen, very few upperclassmen, so he's for sure going to get his minutes, and there's not much to worry about in terms of, you know, competition, anything like that. He knows he can score with ease, and he knows he's going to be able to do 
whatever he wants. So by the time season comes around, he's thinking, you know what, maybe I should pump the brakes a little bit. Maybe I should test the waters and see how much I can score without getting exposed. Because let's not forget, this is a 25-year-old man playing with some high school kids. So he scores 19 points in the first game, 13 points in the second game, you know, just enough to show that, he, you know, he's decent, like he's not trash. But they're heading into a tournament out of state in Louisiana. And on the bus, he's hearing the chatter from his teammates, and none of them have faith in the squad. They're undersized. They don't think that they can win. They they don't think they have any shot against these schools. And some pretty and some pretty talented schools in this tournament. So in that moment, Rashawn realizes that it's time to show these boys what he's made of, show them what he could do out there in the court, you know, and who he is with the Rock. So against one of the top schools in the nation, pretty much everybody on the squad is six eight or taller. Rashawn goes out there and scores forty points in them. And in that moment, that team, his teammates, the coaches, and everybody in the crowd realize that this 17-year-old air quote kid is the truth. Now he's the man around campus. He used to keep to himself, but now he's making friends with his classmates, teammates, the team manager, the girl squad. He's even out there slanging his mixtape to all these new friends because, hey, why not? Hey, you never know what can happen. But eventually, though, with all this newfound fame, people start to fact check some things about Rashawn. You know, why does he have S and G tattooed on the back of his calves? Remember, his real name is Sidney Gilstrap Portly. So he had his initials tattooed on him. I mean, pretty arrogant, kind of lame, average, I guess. But he had those tattoos on the back of his calves. But for whatever reason, people just assume like, oh. Shooting guard, that's what it stands for. Because, you know, Tom Brady has QB on his shoulder just in case he forgets what position he plays. It's a thing, I guess. Also, when talking about Dallas and how he got there from Houston, he was consistently using things that he had saw on TV to talk about what he went through. And remember that girlfriend and son that he has? Well, he's telling people that he found an apartment there in Dallas with his sister and her nephew. And people are like, oh, okay, I mean, that makes sense. But then they're like, wait a second. When your nephew's at these games watching you, why is your nephew calling you daddy and not uncle? That's not making any sense, my guy. Then, when he's playing video games, a.k.a. Fortnite with his classmates, he's just not understanding it at all. Like, as a high school kid, you would know how to work with Fortnite, but he wasn't getting it, and things just weren't adding up. But the weirdest and funniest part was his Instagram. His Instagram was full of like MySpace selfies. Those weird selfies you take with the camera above your head and you're just like staring. That's all his Instagram was filled with as a supposed 17-year-old kid. But he was a good basketball player. He was winning games for them. He hit a game-winning shot against the Crosstown Rivals. So when you're doing all that, eh... Who really cares? This is not adding up, but thank you. We just won. So there was a dark side to the story. It wasn't all, you know, just fun and games, basketball. As I mentioned, Rashawn Richards, a.k.a. Sidney Gilstrap Portly, he was classified as a 17-year-old freshman. And during that time, because all of his classmates were freshmen, he starts dating a 14-year-old girl, which is 
I think that's weird, even if you are 17, but it's definitely, definitely weird if you're 25 years old. Now, he and her have both come out and said that all they ever did was kiss. There were no sexual relations going on, but it's still really weird and kind of makes him a weirdo for that. Not kind of, it makes him a weirdo for dating and kissing a 14-year-old girl as a 25-year-old man. He even went as far as to talk to the girl's mother, who was like, had some obvious concerns, because she's like, this guy seems really old, but he's like, no, you have nothing to worry about, like, I'm only 17, so like, there's really nothing wrong with what's going on between us, and so she's like, well, I mean, I guess you're right, it's just so weird, and that just has to be mentioned, because he was 25 years old, had a girlfriend at home, had a three-year-old son, but here he is at school, kissing and dating a 14-year-old girl, like, that's wild. So at this point, season's over. After Sydney hit that game-winning shot against the Crosstown Rivals, they went into the playoffs, one and done, didn't really do much. So now, Sydney's just chilling. You know, he's keeping out of the spotlight, just keeping back to himself again, just thinking, you know, I'm going to graduate and be out of here soon. You know, graduate again for the second time. He's like, wow, I made it, surprisingly enough. I, I did it, I did it. So he's sitting there at home one night in his apartment, girlfriend and kid there. He's eating some Taco Bell, probably the Doritos local taco, uh, you know, probably has some cheesy fingers and all that, going to grab a napkin or wash his hands, and he hears, bang, 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 open up, police. Ten cops rush into his apartment and arrest this dude for tampering with government records. And he got busted because a few months ago, a coach that had coached him seven years ago when he was really in high school saw him playing in a game recognized him and reported it like I feel like he could have done a better job of not getting caught had he gone to like a different city or something like that I mean I I I don't know but once he's caught he starts getting interview offers from ESPN wanting to do an E60 episode in him um people hitting him up for his music Managers trying to do this, do that, and oddly enough, people wanting pictures with him as if he's some sort of celebrity. So with all of this, he soon realizes that this whole situation, even though he got arrested for tampering with government uh, documents, government records, whatever you want to call it, has the potential to make him some money. And depending on how this ESPN interview goes, who knows? The story's crazy enough to where, hey, you could get a movie out of this. So just as fast as all that came to him, it all left him because people started doing a bit more digging into the story and realized that he was dating a 14-year-old girl throughout all this. So it's like, oh, wait, whoa, things just got way weirder really fast, and I was not prepared for that. And with these digging that was all going on, allegations came about that he had actually taken her the 14-year-old girl to a secluded park one time. They were in the car making out. He was groping her boobs and stuff over her shirt. And then he propositioned for sex and she said no. Weirdo, weirdo, weirdo. So that comes out and everyone's like, whoa, like, no, I'm, I'm not trying to touch that. ESPN, they're like, no, we're not messing with this. No, thank you anymore. And he decides, you know what? I can still make some money off of this. You know, I'm I'm a music guy. This is a great way to boost my music career. 
And so he drops a mixtape in order to refute these claims. That didn't go well at all. He's up, he's on the, on there bragging about what's going on. Like, you know, he doesn't care the allegations about a 14 year old girl. He's just bragging like, you know, I can make some money. He starts calling the 14 year old girl and her family clout chasers for trying to make money off of his name. I'm not really sure how much money he was expecting to get out of this situation, but he got really big headed over this and just was not caring about all this mess that was being said about him, which is really bizarre. The lawyer for the girl explained that because the way he was handling this whole situation, she had to transfer school because she was getting made fun of by her classmates. And it just became a very odd, oh, how can I make money off of this? How can I make money off of this? After ESPN and the big companies pulled their interviews out, he started reaching out to these random, random, random YouTube channels to do interviews. You know, hey, let me tell my story. No one was interested in it. Like, once the allegations with the 14-year-old girl came out, everyone lost their interest, but he still kept trying to set up all these interviews, but no one cared. They're like, dude, no, this is weird. Stop it. What are you doing, bruh? But at the end of the day, Sidney Gilstrap Portly, Rashawn Richards, whatever it is that we choose to call him, he doesn't care about any of the rumors that are circulating him. Despite facing two charges, one for tampering with government records and the other for indecency with a child, he says this was just about basketball and that's all it ever was. He just wants to get some film to take overseas and go play some pro ball over there, keep his basketball career alive and well. He says, you know, he's getting what he's always wanted. He's always wanted the attention. This is what he wants. He says he's happy with the attention, but upset with how it had to come. In his own words, I'm getting what I worked for what I want. Attention. And now's the time where you ask, yo, Davon, but why did this happen? How was he able to get into the high school so easily become a student? What led to this? And essentially, I'll be like, well, Sidney Gilstrap Portly, aka Rashawn Richards, took advantage of a lenient and might I say pretty generous policy by the Dallas School District to accept all those students fleeing from Houston from Hurricane Harvey. He was also a pretty talented basketball player. So the coaches and the school officials didn't feel the need to thoroughly check the background of this 17-year-old Rashawn Richards with tattoos all over his body because, hey, you can ball, you can sit with us. You got a seat right here at the table. Come hang out with us. So yeah, you know, he took advantage of their system he was a good basketball player, so they looked the other shoulder. I guess that's how it works out. If you're going to do something you shouldn't be doing, make sure you're really good at it so they really won't care. Hey, food for thought. Okay, thanks for listening, guys. That was the story I had for you today. I'm Davon. Do not forget, your boy, this is episode two of But Why Did It Happen. Thank you.